A crowd will always act like a crowd. So says Monsignor Ronald Knox, reflecting on Jesus's triumphal entry into Jerusalem. The crowd meets the Lord with enthusiasm and excitement. At least at some level anyways, the crowd realizes what is happening in front of them. The Messiah has arrived in his city to take up his throne. And the crowd surges. Palm branches are strewn along his path. Cloaks are spread out in full approval. On Palm Sunday, Monsignor Knox observes how promising a harvest those souls appeared. But a crowd will always act like a crowd. And how quickly, how dramatically that crowd changed. We are quick to trust in the authority of the nameless, faceless crowd that appears to be in power. Perhaps we want to feel safe. We want to feel supported and approved by the majority vote, the overwhelming opinion of society. We do not want to stand out. We don't want to look weird. We want to feel like we are on the right side of history. Why is that? Why does, why does it seem that we put so much trust in the crowd? What does the crowd really know anyways? What guarantee has been promised to the crowd? Is the crowd's judgment infallible? Is it guided by the Holy Spirit like the church that Jesus established is? I invite each of us this morning to ask ourselves, is there any area in our lives where we have been just kind of going along with the crowd? Because as we heard in our gospel today, the crowd is incredibly untrustworthy. One second, the crowd is cutting down those palm branches to welcome and celebrate Jesus. The next, they're selling him out with wild accusations preferring the criminal Barabbas over him. And finally, the crowd condemns him, mocks him, and cries out with the terrible invincibility of a mob. Crucify him. Kill him. Get him out of here. We don't want him. We don't want God. Sure, sometimes the crowd gets things right, but then it can shift direction, and it can shape, change shape at any time. It carries its members away and pretty soon you lose your voice. You lose your ability to speak and think for yourself. Get in line. Take up the slogan. Advance the collective agenda. Use that hashtag. There is no room for your personality or your individuality here. Father Jesus Orteaga, an Opus Dei priest and writer, once wrote, if you allow yourself to be carried away by the currents of public opinions, you are showing yourself to have a weak personality, that you are merely one of the crowd, that you are willing to tolerate anything that does not directly affect your own pride or personal interests. He goes on to say, people who always give in, who are always ready to compromise, to take the easy way out, to please everyone at any cost, those, in other words, whose faith has no deep or firm roots 
would quietly stand by and see Christ crucified all over again. A crowd will always act like a crowd. But I have to ask today, does anyone really want to be like that? Do we honestly want to just be a number in an undifferentiated, faceless crowd? I don't think so. I think that you and I both want to be known and loved, not overlooked or ignored. You are made in the image and likeness of God. You have an intellect and a will. And guess what? You want to think for yourself. And that is what the church wants as well. Contrary to popular belief, the Catholic Church is not interested in having hordes of mindless minions who blindly accept approved doctrines. The church does not just want you to regurgitate the right prayers, say the right catechism answers, or give money to the right causes. The church wants you to be holy, to be in the world, but not of it, to be in the crowd, but not of it. Not so very long ago, it's, it's quite true that people were Catholic because it was just part of the air that we all breathed. Back then, that's what the crowd expected from us. It's just what you did. It was the dominant culture. You just go to church. But that's not the case anymore. Now, you have to choose to put in the hard work to get your family here at church every Sunday. And that choice makes you weird. Nowadays, you have to make the decision to love Jesus and his church in a way that perhaps no other generation has since the very first Christians. Today, we are asked to be a lot like that woman that we heard about early on in the, in the passion story this morning, who found the bravery and the generosity to break that giant jar of extremely expensive oil and pour it out on the, the Lord. She had to step away from the crowd in order to do that. She couldn't afford to care what other people thought about her. The crowd mocked her, right? Saying, why has there been this waste? It could have been sold, and that money could have been given to the poor, to a good cause. But see how Jesus comes to her defense. Let her alone, he says. She has done a good and beautiful thing for me. She stood up for what was right. She didn't let the crowd pressure her into feeling too embarrassed to express her love for the Lord. She wasn't afraid of looking foolish in front of the crowd. Today, if you want to be a faithful disciple of Jesus, you have to be willing to look dumb. You have to step out of the crowd and possibly be crucified by public opinion. And that is scary. But don't let this discourage you or frustrate you. Don't let it make you bitter. Rather, be encouraged. Because look at it this way. At this moment in history, we as a church have an opportunity to be truly different. 
truly set apart. We get to be more like our Lord and Savior, who, while hanging alone on the cross, prayed to his Father, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Sometimes being a committed, sold-out Christian feels just like that. We look at the world around us, we hear the crowd's sacrilegious mockery, and think, God, why have you forsaken us? We're all alone on this cross. Truth is losing. Goodness is losing. Hope is fading. We might be tempted to think that it would be a lot easier to just come down off this cross and join the faceless crowd. But Jesus draws you and me both to a higher and more noble calling. He desires not the nameless, faceless group. He desires you. He went to the cross for you personally. You have particular gifts. You have a particular calling and vocation within Christ's body, the church. Now is not the time to give up and give in. Now is the time to say no to the crowd and walk instead with Jesus to the cross.